This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, we're going to be live at Sky River Casino this Friday. Matt George, uh, excuse me, this Thursday. This Thursday, we're going to be live at Sky River Casino. Uh, Matt George confirmed to be with us. Jake Gaden's going to be with us. Will Z is going to be with us. Uh, we're going to work on a couple of other things as well. But as we always do inside the dopest casino in town, we are going to have a blast. Good yeah. food, good drinks. Uh, and we'll get the opportunity, one, to do the show uh, with everybody and then uh, kind of hang out and have some fun, have some food, have some drinks afterwards uh, as we do each time. Uh, Jason Jones is going to join us coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Again, uh, shout out to Jake Browning. The still alive. The Bengals are still alive. Still alive, still fighting. They still they a still fight. That was good. Bengals yeah. got what the Jets have needed all season. Mm. There you go. There you go. That's a bar right there. Very and nice. That, and that puts the that puts the Bengals at six and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Six and six. Big time win. And the AFC is just crazy right now. AFC is crazy. Yeah, AFC is a mess. I don't know who's getting that number one seed. Um what I, what's interesting though is it does feel like and they've had situations before. And and they've been able to weasel out of it. I don't think it's going to happen this year. But we're finally going to see Patrick Mahomes on the road in the playoffs. Mm. And I don't say that to say like, yeah, he. We're going to see who he really is now. No, he's one of the greatest of all time. He's on pace to being the greatest quarterback of all time. Whatever happens in that playoff game is not an indictment on him. But we just, I just, we've never seen it. Yeah, you know, we've never seen Mahomes. Which, by the way, the is a the testament past. to him. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, shout out to Trey Henderson, too. Um, Trey Henderson saw he, he's on the Bengals. Obviously, he saw something was wrong with Trevor Lawrence and immediately tried to help him. Like Trevor had a like he I, I'm, 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 I'm like he just got stepped on. You see it right there. up at your screen. He, he saw what happened. Oh, and he, he immediately tried to help him. Um you don't see that a ton, uh, especially in football, especially when it comes to quarterbacks. Sometimes you see guys flexing. Shout out to Trey Henderson who recognized he didn't do a lot in this and he didn't really need to uh, stand up and flex over uh, Trevor Lawrence because right. that looked pretty nasty. Wasn't that Kayvon Thibodeau who did that for the Giants? He injured a quarterback and he was doing yeah, like yeah. the snow angel or something? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. You know, and that's – and at the end of the day, for the most part, that like that's what um, – that's what this league is a lot of the times, especially this game of football. 
you you have respect for the guys that you play with because you know what it's like in the trenches. That's mm-hmm. why nobody and, – and I'm okay with it. I'm not saying that, like, this is what they should do. I even said I wouldn't really do this, just a thought. That's why nobody's blowing up them receivers on the tush push because you got re- – you know, ain't nobody trying to hurt nobody out here, and, yeah. and you could hurt somebody yeah. doing something like that. So, uh, yeah, that was that was that was good to see. Oh, as well. gosh, that's tough. Uh, yeah, you don't have to keep. Man, goodness gracious, you don't have to do ouch. the slow mo replay. He said today too, he's just week to week. Yeah, they 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 called it a high ankle sprain. I I saw. I well, never know. It said you, if you can walk all through Duval, then well, sure, you can be he week did to that. week. He did that. I don't. I, I laugh sometimes when Ian Rappaport tweets. He was like, yeah, his extraordinary flexibility is what prevented. And I laughed because it's Ian Rappaport. And then I thought, well, that actually makes complete sense. Like, I, I, I get that. Um, and, yeah, poor Trevor Lawrence uh, walked a uh, half marathon. <laughs> To get to the X-ray table last night, following they did that to Tom. See, Trevor's not that bad. You're fine. No, no, you're fine. You walked all this way. The, 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 they're 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 walking. Hey, you're fine. You didn't need to throw your helmet, bro. You're good. <laughs> you're good. It's okay. It's okay. Just walk along. You're good. Uh, you're good. Doing a great job. I'm waiting for the Bengals though. Still uh, standing. Still strong. Yeah. The, you know, Niners made some some news today. Uh, signing longtime versatile defensive back safety. Logan Ryan. And because of that, they had to cut Ty Davis Price. So the 49ers have cut their last two third round running backs. Get Kyle out of that. Get Kyle. Get Kyle out of the third round. Do not let Kyle in the draft room in the third round. Well, he loves running backs that he doesn't play. Well, and I was gonna talk about this the other day, man, because I was just thinking about the roster. The misnomer. I always fight about the misnomer of them not able to to hit in the draft. That's fine. That's not what I said, though. Third round. I just want to be clear. That's not what I said. Fred Warner was drafted in the third round. Yeah, so was Trey Sermon. Okay. So so was Solomon Thomas. You're going to be 50-50 pretty much in every round. I think Solomon uh, Solomon Thomas first round. Nick Bosa was first round. That's, that's my whole point. Like, oh. In all these rounds, you're going to have some hits and misses. Although I think uh, yeah, the two running backs, I think Akella Witherspoon was third round, and maybe C.J. Beathard was third round as well. Oh, CJ Beathard was third round for real? I think so. I think I think they were both third round. Yikes. So yeah. So. That's not okay. But this team this team has been has been built. Like, look at everybody around aside for Trent Williams and Charvarius mm-hmm. Ward. I mean, they've gone all through the draft to get mm-hmm. all these guys, you know, mm-hmm. first, second, all the rounds. Yep. All the rounds. And it's it's a it's something I think gets lost a lot of the times just because they're like a good team now. Um, they they had to – I say all the time, they had to build this thing up from 2-14 and 14 mm-hmm. with Chip Kelly. They built this thing up. And look where they're at now. You know, they're, they're one of the premier teams uh, in football. And the – I forgot what it was when we said this, but the streak continues – for the 49ers. I think they've won 16 regular season games in a row in November and December. When we brought it up, wasn't it 12? I think it was. I don't I don't remember bringing this up. Because we brought it up, and you were like, damn, that's crazy. The last time they lost in November or December oh, right, was right, right, 2021 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in Tennessee. 
Who's the coach that's six? Is it Matt LaFleur? Matt LaFleur is like 16 and 0 in December. Maybe, yeah, maybe so. They're going to, they might finish like 11 and 6. They don't play a team with a winning record the rest of the year. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, Kyle. I'm not as out on Jordan Love as everybody else is. People seem to really dislike Jordan. I don't feel like he's. I don't this... really dislike him, but I also don't think he's that good. No, like, I think he's average. You think like he's the average first... quarterback? I think well, he's the, developing. These are the first twelve games of his career, right? I think he's the average quarterback. Okay. I think he, I think he can be. Franchise. Not everybody can be Brock Purdy, Kenny. Why are they doing those? <laughs> what is I going on? Here? I caught. I caught that. <laughs> Look at my, my 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 poor brother confused too. He was like, hey, what? Hey. Yeah. My, man, my man dressed like the cover of Thriller too for the game. Remember when they used to um, zoom in on Win Horse's face? Oh, that was the worst. That was just the worst. When when Hurst faced in HD that close, 4K. Stop it. But uh, Jordan loves okay. I, no, I, I take that back. I don't have. I haven't come to a conclusion at all about him. He's still a young quarterback. I yeah, I want to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people think that he's not good. I've seen moments from him. I was like, hey, I think this kid might be all right. I've he, seen moments from him. Where I was like, oh boy. He, the the passes he made in the uh, game on Sunday, uh, oh. pretty fortunate. Well, <laughs> pretty fortunate. He threw that one like into the sky in between five, <laughs> five Chiefs uh, defensive backs, and it just fell right into the Packers. Receiver's hand. All right. Interesting decision, but it worked. Atlanta really going to win that division, huh? That's what it looks like. Somebody said over the weekend Derek Carr should retire. Mm. Mm. He's either not playing well or getting beat up in the game. Yeah. yeah he got beat up again. Jameis came in there again. Yeah, yeah. Well. I'm still in on Jameis. He, 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 he can win them. We that saw division. Jameis and Mariota this week. We did. Man, what a weekend it was. Remember that uh, discussion? Oh my gosh! I remember that Rose Bowl. Of course, that was the first college football playoff. I think. I think it was. No. Yeah, because it was. Oh yeah, because semifinals. Yeah, because no. And Mariota, where yeah, did Jameis lose? Ohio State. That's right. He lost to Oregon at the Rose Bowl. It was Mary. That was at. They were defending national champions. He played uh, – they played Oregon in the Rose Bowl in the semifinal. Oregon lost to Ohio State in the championship. Okay. Cardell Jones. Car- I remember Cardell. Ohio State didn't play Florida Florida State in any of these? I don't know why I was thinking that. Because that, was that Jameis' last year or mm-hmm. did he play – that was Jameis' yeah. last year, right? Yeah, because they both left after that. Mar- and it was yeah, yeah. Mariota versus Jameis in the semis. Number one, yeah. Okay. That was a classic. Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, and now look where we're at, the last one. <laughs> this for is this for sure. This kicks in next year. Yeah. Oh, can't get one more year. I can't believe I'm asking. If you get one more year of meaningful football, <laughs> just one more. The other. Oh, well, we're we're kind of here, I guess. Uh, you see, Caleb Williams isn't playing. I, I'm surprised Caleb Williams played regular season games. I don't like that I, man was done like four weeks ago. I understand it. It's a business. These these kids are businesses, entities unto themselves. I get it. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I understand I get it. Tell I, me why you don't like it. I just wish they play. Just play the game. Like did it But why don't you like him making the decision to to not play in a meaningless game for him? 
because it didn't happen in the past. Those people came out all right. But what's that? Yeah, but that got nothing to do with nothing. It's, it's a different world. It's almost like uh, it's almost like how you feel about Victor not playing a lot. Like, at what point are we going to play the games? Like, they're trying to preserve Victor so they're well, not going to play him all the time. Well, my thing with Victor is Victor isn't hurt. Like, he's never been hurt. Like, that's that's been his thing. He's been, the, like, they've, they've taken care of him. He's been this model of hell. Like, I don't understand why you're load-managing a kid who seems to be just fine. And basketball is different than football, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and once again, like I said, I understand. I get it. I get the business aspect of it, but I don't know. I just so if Caleb, play. if Caleb, you know, obviously, well, he's not playing, so it doesn't matter. This hypothetical doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Caleb plays. You know, I'm listening to Kenny Carraway. He's right. I'm going to go play. Mm-hmm. Gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Breaks his leg, whatever. Kills his draft stock, whatever the end of the story is, but it kills his draft stock. We know that immediate money is very, very different. Mm-hmm. Are you rooting for the next guy to play in the bowl game? Yeah, I would wish they would play. If they said no, I would understand it. Just like okay. I, under- I understand Caleb not playing. I wish he would play. Okay. That's, that's- I don't have a problem yeah. with him not playing. It's not like he's you know passing on the – college football playoff or like oh, he's not even passing on a big bowl game I, don't think. I i know this i'm 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 being it's essentially an exhibition i'm being kind of facetious at this point but why would brace bryce young play any more games in the nfl yeah he gets paid to caleb gets paid to play USC. <laughs> caleb gets paid to go to usc it's a little different yeah, yeah caleb different. gets paid to go to usc <laughs> usc um and you know that's where we're going next though they don't get paid to play in these bowl games. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, think about it. I'm, uh, 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 you know, Joe's Honda dealer, and I, oh, I want USC to win this. I'm going to pay Caleb mm-hmm. or whoever $500,000 to go play in this game. Oh, absolutely. Beats by Dre. I need a- you to play in this game. Absolutely. Can you do that? Absolutely. Yes. Why couldn't you? Isn't that like along the lines of like the integrity of the game? Like they're paying you to play? Like does, do you get what I'm thinking? Well, it's to to me, and I, this is probably not popular. The ho- what was it? The the, the bowl, whatever bowl game he's in, it's an exhibition game. Because mm-hmm. USC's already getting paid. The, the schools are already paid. Mm-hmm. So, all right, good. Everybody got paid. Holla. Everybody get paid. See y'all at the draft. <laughs> I look. I understand. I'm telling it. you, that dude didn't want to play the end of the regular. When that dude fell into his mama's arms, like, well, okay, that so, man didn't want to play so, football and again. And this, this is unfair. This, I, I understand. This could be unfair for me to say. And why? What, what are we crying about? What are we crying about? Well, he, he. I don't think that's unfair. He probably didn't think his team was going to suck this bad. So now you see your team sucks, so you don't want to play no more. He didn't do that. He kept. Well, playing. Wait a minute. He kept playing. He yeah. kept playing. Yeah. But uh, that. Even in this game, well, too- I'm not going to tell anyone how to how to feel. That was my. I don't know that that's how he felt. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'm watching him. I, was like, I don't think this kid wants to play no more. <laughs> he went from the. I mean, for for four weeks we talked about Caleb Williams is the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, we were saying that before he even played a game. Right. He didn't even get the. He, he didn't even get the flight to New York. I'll give you before we get out of here. I'll give you uh, five cents if you know what bowl he's playing in. You give me five cents. Mm-hmm. I know. I trust you won't look, so we can answer this when we go to break. Don't look at the chat either. I'll give you five cents if you know the bowl he's playing in. I he's playing, don't. He's playing against Louisville. I I have a vague. I don't. I have. 
I swear I remember like a Holiday Bowl logo, but I don't even think that that's real. What, the Holiday Inn? What is it? It's the Holiday Inn Bowl? What is it? Is it Holiday something? It's the, the Holiday Inn, right? The Holiday Bowl. It is the it's oh that's that's the that's direct, the name of it Direct TV Holiday Bowl. Oh okay. Yeah. I thought that's there the was one another that's in San Diego. So that's I think that's what I was thinking. I thought the sponsor was Holiday Inn, and that was the, <laughs> so it's the Direct TV. All right, run my guys. I knew five I, cents. I knew I saw a Holiday. So yeah, do I get two and a half cents? No. For, for, you I know what? You you get a win in the pocket watchers. Hey! Uh, hey! We, we gotta go to break. By the way, sorry, Kenny, can't talk about we'll it. Come Bye. back, we'll Jason Jones next. <laughs> You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know if I need to ask them. I'm curious what the next thing you were going to say was. I know I know what you were doing. No, I was, no, I was literally going to ask because you've probably done more research on it than I have. Do you think something fishy happened? Oh, 100%. Really? Oh, like absolutely. Internally? Absolutely. Yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah. And they try to portray it as it was a, a rogue. So the person. government. So let's <laughs> <laughs> get into it. Jason Jones can wait. JFK so, conspiracies, I, baby. So here's what happened. I asked Kenny if he had ever in the chatty house, if they had ever seen the Walter Cronkite clip of him announcing JFK's death mm-hmm. in 1963 and how I've always just been enamored with that clip and the way Walter Cronkite handled it. And then. Casey brought up JFK and yeah, like I've, I, I, I think I a hundred percent believe something happened that day. Like something fishy happened that day. And, um, I think, I, I think the government believed they got a, I, I do believe, I, I, I don't know how to like phrase it. Mm. I don't think Lee Harvey Oswald just go, you know what? President's in Dallas. I'm off in his ass today. Mm. I don't believe that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Like there's, too many things that just don't add up. Yeah. But what they didn't account for was the video. Mm. There's a Pruder film chain. There's videos, by the way, besides that one, all over Daily Plaza. But that's the one that everyone watched was like, wait a minute, he grabbed his throat? Mm. Wait a minute, he got the back into the left thing? It's like, wait, that, that doesn't add up. That doesn't add up with what we were told. All of the doctors in Dallas said the same thing. Like he got, he got, he got shot in the like in the front. That Multiple. was 
That's a grizzly video. There's a, it is. is a it's I, we, video. I was right. watching something on the the doctors because all of these documentaries came out because it was the 60th anniversary on the 22nd. This year was the 60th. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So on the 50th, so it, I think that was Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. On the 50th anniversary, the History Channel Twitter oh, account, they did one of the dopest, creepiest things I've ever seen. On the 50th anniversary, they tweeted as if it was that day. Mm. So they were tweeting as if there was Twitter in 1963. Wow. And it's like, President Kennedy has landed at Love Field. Oh, wow. He's making Jeez. his way. It, it's, it, it, it was, I followed it the whole day. Yeah. It was one of the most fascinating things I had ever seen. And then, of course, you get to that, wow. that fateful moment. And it's, yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things to read about. It's, it's, it, it, it really is. Uh, yeah, like I said, I haven't done a deep dive into it. You know, I I just know the the uh, bare the skeleton of it all. Uh, but yeah, we'll bring Jason Jones into the conversation. <laughs> Wasn't Jason a history major? Uh, African American studies uh, major. Well, I mean, the, the, well, there's a there's another clip of uh, he was headed to the trademark. We're talking about JFK because why wouldn't we be Jason? The, the King's of lost. Course. That's why we're talking. About <laughs> he, he was headed to the. He was headed to the trademark, and like th- th- it's almost like they make a point to show how black people reacted to JFK's death, because mm. like he was the one who was supposed to fix everything back in 1963, and they always show black people reacting to JFK's death. Mm. And of course, <laughs> it was. Fun, of course, it was all it, it, at the trademark. It was all the help. Mm. It's like the waiters and the cooks and all this. It's like so. No one else, just the just the waiter, huh? All right. That's almost all right. Nah. I'm, so I'm you're that, you're a you're a you're a media guy. Have you ever watched the Walter Cronkite clip of him announcing JFK's assassination or death? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I've seen it at some point. I mean, it's not like it's not like in my top ten highlights of things I remember watching, but you know. Okay. I'm sure at some point I had to have seen, you know, the the, the announcement. Yeah, it's, it's it's ingrained in my head. I, f- I find that to be an incredible piece of media. All right, let's officially welcome in our man uh, Jason Jones of the Athletic. Jay, th- this day really spiraled out of control. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I walked into. I well, was going to tell Kenny I like the message on the hoodie, but the color combination is well, disgusting. Well, did you buy it for the message or the color? The message first, and the color helped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know you were such a big Oregon State fan, man. So like, um, I started the show, Jay, talking about, like, I'm out, man. I'm not super sure about the Kings. Like, I'm a little uneasy about the Kings, like, from what we've seen of them this year. There's just a couple of things that I'm not, I'm not comfortable with. And, mm-hmm. man, that spiraled into, like, two hours and 45 minutes of trade Harrison Barnes, Mike ran a soft ass training camp. Like it, <laughs> <I did so. laughs> it got, it got you, weird, you, man. You mean to tell me that video of him yelling at Malik Monk didn't change everyone's <laughs> mind? You know, because there's no way that could have possibly been, you know, prepared. You know, let me shut up. You know, all I know is that you can't say that when people were like, "Look at what a great coach he is." He yelled at Malik, mm. and they released it. Like, okay, calm down. He yelled at Malik. Guys get yelled at, but now he's a whatever. It was, 
whatever. Just, just a just a weird just a just a just weird vibes following a, a loss <laughs> to the New Orleans Pelicans last night at the Golden One Center. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you want to give up 127, 130. I mean, hey, I was told all last year it didn't matter. <laughs> well, hey, you know, and the thing is, defensively, you've got two, you know, I've said, you know, you see why the pairing, you know, either you get a a, a defensive anchor and let Sabonis play four, which I don't know if you could, you know, I mean, you don't, or you get like that rangy guy to go next. You got to do something maybe to help defensively. I don't know, but I mean, to me, they're not, that. you know, it's, I don't, they don't, when I watch them, they're not drastically different from last year i mean i think De'Aaron's great you know mm-hmm. but you know hey like a team that plays that way when the threes aren't falling you know i just kind of you know I, I also do believe that the other teams are also i think the the, the playing field is much more jumbled right now too do so. you so do how do you feel about the Kings. I know you kind of just spoke on it, but you know, there's a lot of people with a lot of angst, and I'm like, they're fine. Are they? Can they be better? Sure, they can be better. Do Do you want them to improve? Sure, absolutely. But I, I don't. A lot of people were upset, you know, from from last night, and we'll we'll talk about some of the reasons why subconsciously <laughs> there's an issue. But I look at the Kings. I was like, they just lost the game last night. They're all right. I think they the same thing I thought a month or two ago. They could be anywhere from three to seven. I, I don't, I don't let, la- I mean, if you're going to let last night be your reason to panic, I mean, oh, well, let's go ahead and stop watching basketball. I mean, <laughs> teams lose games and, you know, Hey, you know, Brandon Ingram's pretty good. Mm. You know, <laughs> Zion Williamson is pretty good. You know, I know both of those guys are guys that have been injured a lot, but I mean, that's a pretty talented team over there in new Orleans, you know, so there's no shame in losing to them. I mean, maybe that the fact that it was part of the tournament has everyone in such angst. Maybe there were people really looking forward to going to Vegas. And to me, that's probably the greatest thing Adam Silver's done with this whole thing. It, I still can't get myself worked up to be like, oh, my God, a team won or lost. But some of these players clearly want that 500K. And... A lot, you see a lot of fans were really like upset, yeah. you know? So I think, I think that's probably part of it. There was maybe some subconscious thinking that you win this game, you go to the semis mm-hmm. instead of saying, okay, you lost a game in December, which well, is cool, that's... which is cool in my opinion. Like I, I'm, I would want people and players to, if I'm Adam Silver, obviously to take this seriously, to, mm-hmm. to get emotionally invested in it. And, Maybe not think that everything is bad for the season, but be upset that, oh man, we're knocked out of the the tournament now. That's, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, because I mean, how long have we been saying we wish the guys cared before Christmas? Yeah, you know, or the way it got the last couple of years, cared before the All Star break. <laughs> I mean, it got to a point where guys are like, "Hey, if I just played March and April, I think I'll be okay." <laughs> so I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I think that's maybe part of the subconscious frustration is just that. And plus, New Orleans has beaten them three times. Mm-hmm. There's, I think there's one other reason that you didn't mention. It's what oh, happened uh, about uh, about 20 minutes before tip. Tyrese, oh, yeah. Tyrese in, in Indiana punched, punched their ticket to Las Vegas. 
Uh, and then you start getting all the stuff on the internet. Oh yeah, them together. Oh, oh yeah, my God, the Kings. Tyrese would not be Tyrese, and De'Aaron would not be De'Aaron if they were playing together. They I mean, I, I think I, I don't understand why. With but two seasons later, we're still having this discussion because they, they weren't they, outside. They don't know. They they did. I mean, watch I, that you know, I was like. I saw that. I think it was uh, the four-letter network ESPN put that up. What if this combo was together? They would not be <laughs> averaging thirty and thirty in like. <laughs> it's they not, would not be. It, it wouldn't. It's just like it's common sense basketball. People act like they were the Splash Bros or something. Like they were just yeah. raining threes all the time. Yeah, it is. It is just baffling to me. It's like you do realize the way that was set up. One of them was going to get traded. I think once you saw how good Tyrese was as a rookie, you said, okay, this sounds great, but one of these guys got to go. And De'Aaron already had the extension. It, it, you know, it made sense. And then around the league in terms of trade talk, you, you, you want the guy on the lower contract. Well, it's, oh. not, it's, not, it's not crazy, but yeah. Don't let, you know, hey, Buddy Hill was hitting big shots too now. No one's complaining about what if you kept Buddy. No, we're not. No, that literally no one's ever complained about that. I mean, I, I feel a way about that. I mean, Buddy was hitting threes down the stretch, and no one's saying, well, what if they kept – I didn't see any things on the internet about the Buddy, you know, De'Aaron combo standing. Are you demanding we be more upset about not Buddy not being here? We might as well if we're going to be ridiculous. Let's just go ahead and be upset that, you know, hey, yeah, why not? That's just state for the record. I don't think Tyrese I mean, let's that. just say – that you know the way the way you know when I do glance at social media for people's opinions, wait, let's just say they should have kept Tyrese and Buddy and, and get rid of Sabonis and Harrison. You know, get rid of both of them. Just why not? Because I from what I, way it looks like everyone thinks it's all Harrison Barnes' fault, which is funny to oh, me. Well, but that's hey. the other well, thing. Well, we'll get. I want to get to that too, but I forgot to mention this is my fault. Something you missed because you were at the game, and I don't know if you heard it in any other place, but. Did you hear Chris Haynes report that contract talks have started with with Fox? No. Oh no, I didn't. But yeah, Chris, that's not really a huge deal. I mean, it's no, the so, extent. So what he what he said was he, he reported it. He said the Kings. Oh, I want to make sure I I got it right, but I think he said the Kings went to De'Aaron's people with the contract extension, a two year, hundred something million dollar contract extension. Mm-hmm. And the King or the Fox and them declined because they want they're holding out for a supermax. And he made clear to say all of it was done in good faith. The Kings offered because, you know, they felt like they had to, mm-hmm. uh, but they weren't necessarily expecting him to accept. Like right. a formality. Right. They weren't accepting mm-hmm. him to accept. And the King, or excuse me, Clutch and De'Aaron declined in good faith because business wise, it's better for them to see if they can get to supermax status. And they're both both sides are like we're trying to be here. Like this is just all formality type stuff. But right. I thought that was interesting. Like they, that was like his first report of the day. Like yeah, the Kings offered him an extension. Yeah, but that's like extension. that's a formality. I mean, you offer it because you have to. Mm-hmm. You decline it because you're supposed to. De'Aaron would be crazy <laughs> to take a two year extension when he's going to have that five year. At that point, it might be five years, four hundred million at this rate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what what did Jalen Brown get? I mean, oh, the numbers man. just go up. 
Yeah. So, you know, De'Aaron make another all-star team. He'll get all those Supermax things locked in. I mean, it's, you know, it's, I get that you, I get that you have to kind of maybe report it, but it's not, you know, earth shattering things like, oh my God, De'Aaron didn't take the extension. He wants to leave. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's maybe, you know, cause I've heard stories in the league where a team will offer a deal to someone and they'll be like, wow, he really took it. And vice versa, where the player will go in expecting one thing and get offered a contract and go, oh, my God, we got to sign this right away. Mm. And I think everyone knows what De'Aaron's value is. I think everyone knows De'Aaron's the best player on the team. And De'Aaron's going to get a Supermax next time around. As he should. Mm. He's a superstar. Uh, that's yeah. what he is. Do you feel like this? You, you said um, you can see this team anywhere from, I think, three to seven. Is there something you think they could do, this roster can do to be better? This specific roster? they I, It's more about cons- consistency, really. I mean, this is who you – I mean, you're not going to turn these guys into people who they aren't. Right, yeah. So, you know, in terms of the – it's just about consistency. You know, can you get a consistent 15 a night from Harrison? If, if, if the bar, say, is 15 – Six rebounds, shoot forty from three. Can you count on that every night from, you know, from say from a Harrison? Can you can you con- continue to expect Keegan to be a guy who can defend multiple positions? You know, it's just about you know consistency and improving because there is no magic pill you're the team and all of a sudden, you know, whatever your deficiencies or issues are, now you're not going to turn Sabonis into Rudy Gobert in the paint. It's just not going to happen. So can you be solid in what you do? Can the coaching staff come up with something that they can execute consistently to, you know, to continue to improve? Because I think, you know, the one thing you, I think the, the Kings do know is they can't get to the postseason and say, okay, now it's time to play defense. That's not going to work. So you got to just continue to build and try to get better. I mean, I don't think there's, there's, you know, like short of trading for a superstar, you know, third player type guy or all star, you got what you got, and you got to make that work. You know, I think it really comes down to consistency. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I think that what they have right now is good enough to, to obviously be a playoff team, be a good team. How much do you look at? maybe the the issues they had with the injuries so far this year through 20 games that they didn't really experience last year, how much of that do you think plays into the angst of what the what the fans are seeing and, you know, maybe the inconsistent play that they may be having? I don't think it's a uh, humongous factor for this because they haven't, like, lost a guy for 10, 15 games. I mean, Trey, but, you know, tr- you know no disrespect, but not having Trey is not like – not having De'Aaron or Sabonis. I'm sorry, Alex Lynn is missing, Jason. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no disrespect to Alex either, you know. But <laughs> I don't I don't think that's a, you know, a major thing where they've just been – they've gone like a long stretch without a top seven guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you got other teams like, you know, obviously Phoenix is – they don't they've had a whole team all year. The Lakers haven't had a whole team all year. So, you know, Jamal Murray missed a bunch of games. So you've got, you know, the Warriors get between well, – between suspensions and injuries <laughs> they've missed, you know, so, and like it's, it's still early. We've got 20 something games in. Not even that. So, you know, yeah. So I just think, I don't think that's the, the, the major issue. I just think you gotta, and plus people forget about this last, they're not a surprise. Now teams are ready for them. 
You know, there is no, wow, they're the cute story of the NBA. There is no more, we turn on the TV and no one talks about Sacramento. So you're a marked, like you, you think New Orleans wants to lose, you know, the New Orleans knows they, they don't want to lose to the Kings. They know what's up. They know if it, you know, you know, you got to start thinking a bit long term. They know if it's tight and you know a tiebreaker, you would rather play the Kings in New Orleans. <laughs> you know, say, what if they end up four and five? You'd rather play the Kings in New Orleans four times than play in Sacramento four times in yeah. a seven game series. So I mean, it's it's going it's going to be like that, you know. And for, I think with the Kings, it's a matter of understanding where you are now. You're not a secret. You got two All Stars. And teams are going to come at you and they're going to, you know, make it tough. So I don't think that the injury thing is the main thing. I mean, some of the things I see were things that happened last year. They were just, you know, De'Aaron was just like a Superman in the fourth quarter. And I don't think, I mean, as great as he is, I don't think you want to depend on De'Aaron having to score 10, 15 points every fourth quarter. It feels like Malik Monk has kind of taken the backup point guard role. Um, we've seen Keon get minutes. We've seen Davion get nothing. Do you think that'll work long term? Malik Monk, obviously, you saw you see a ton of mm-hmm. him with Sacramento. You saw a ton of him with Los Angeles as the primary backup point guard. Will that work? Uh, he played thirty-two minutes last night. I think Keon played eight, five, eight. eight he played minutes. eight minutes last eight minutes, night, yeah. and Davion didn't. Like Davion's just out. I mean, Malik, you know, that's kind of the thing about Malik that they, as people say, there's a reason why he's best as a six man because he can be kind of inconsistent. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. We had a Jason Jones freeze. The first time ever. We had a Jason Jones freeze. Oh, my goodness. I bet you they're going to announce the uh, Shohei Itani signing or something. All right, Jason is unfrozen. He's well, unfrozen. The first ever Jason Jones freeze in show history. Jason, okay. congratulate. This is a big moment. I'm sorry. You were talking about Malik Monk. Go ahead. Yeah, it must be that must have been Malik you know, chiming in to make sure I shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, I think I it, it just kind of sometimes it just kind of feels like they're still kind of finding their way. Like, you know, like you said Davion plays, Davion doesn't play, you know. I I like Malik as a scorer who can facilitate more than as a point guard per se Mm -hmm. but with Mm -hmm. this team you know you know i I just i think as long as malik is attacking and aggressive you know you take what you get now and kind of the role of what he is point guard whatever i don't think that matters more so just the way he's playing but yeah it's just a weird you would think that they would have had that kind of settled based off of last year but it kind of says that after De'Aaron, mike is still kind of searching for what exactly works Feels you know, like they don't, and like I said, because what you don't want to do is having to play De'Aaron extensive minutes, all extended minutes all the time if you can help it. Mm-hmm. You know, De'Aaron's young, he's, you know, and all that, but still, I think you would rather be able to get 12 to 14 minutes from someone else at the point. Wow. Just, you know, just to give De'Aaron a break. And, and, and De'Aaron does like, you know, stretches of the game where he can, you know, be in attack mode and not have to be the facilitator as well. So, well, no, yeah, there's that too. I I was saying I I I go back to playing Davion a little bit more, but um, I also understand if Mike is looking at this situation, he doesn't really uh, 
whatever Davion's doing or not doing isn't meshing with what he's trying to do. Keon, you know, just spell a couple minutes, and he wants to give Malik Monk 28 to 30 minutes a night. I'm for that as well. I think that's a a good version of this Kings team as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's things you could – I think you're still trying to sort out, figure out, so – is that, said, a, you know, is that a problem? Because because uh, we we talked about it a little bit, and there were people in the um, in the chat as well who felt like if you're still trying to work things out now, that's that's an issue. Do you think that's a problem? I don't think it's necessarily an issue because because you know it's like I said, uh, this is a new team. You don't have, I mean, most of the guys are back, but you don't have that you no. Know, Terrence Ross dynamic, not Terrence Ross, Terrence Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Got my like Terrence is mixed Ross. up, but you know, but it, it, it is a different team, you know, and just because you're a, you're a year older, like I said, teams are going to play you differently. Mm-hmm. Teams know you better. So you are going to have to make some adjustments along the way. And it's not like they're trying to figure out the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, you're looking at six, seven, eight. And on a lot of teams, seven, eight, nine, ten changes from game to game. Now, if they were trying to figure – if they were going through a – we're going to you know, say, for example, we can't decide if we're going to start Herter or we're going to start Monk or we're going to start this guy, we're going to start that guy at the two, or we didn't know, you know, you know, like, you know, it, you know people may not like Harrison, but if they were, you know, doing a thing where it was Harrison one night and then, you know, we're going to go big and play Trey, you know, if they were, that would be more of a concern to me. Mm. But I think they know their identity, and so a lot of it's going to be that boring coach talk of they got to play better. Is HB just an easy target? Is that is that all this is at this point? Is he's 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 just easy? No, oh, he's always going to be an easy target. He's not a he's not a loud guy, and mm-hmm. he's not going to say a whole lot. He doesn't have a whole lot of you know over the top expressions on the court, all that, so on and so forth. So, yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, whenever he plays bad, it's always going to be, even going back to his warrior days, I always felt like whenever he played bad, it felt like it was 20 times worse from the public. Like the fact that people I know in the Bay who still blame him for 2016 and don't blame Draymond. (laughs) They still say if Harrison Barnes, I said, Harrison was like the fifth best player on that team. Why was it his fault? I said he didn't get kicked out of a he didn't get suspended for a, for a clincher game, mm. but I just think Harrison like you know, and no matter what you say about Harrison, it's not going to bother. He's not going to you know he's not going to go on a rant. He's not going to go off, you know. So he's an easy target when he doesn't play well. But he also what coaches would always tell me is that he also does things that don't show up in the box score. I know fans hate hearing that, but that's what coaches are going to tell you. He does things that. that they don't always show up that make him valuable, but you know, it's, he's going to be a convenient target. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of that is true. Just him being an easy target. There's also an aspect of, he can't have games like he had last night. Like you're just starting um, small four, power four, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I know people don't like to hear this. Players don't like to hear this either, but you're making, you know, $17 million a year. You can't, give me three points and four rebounds and me look at four rebounds and be like, well, you didn't give me four rebounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's almost a problem in itself where I was like, well, he gave me four and not one. Like, wait a minute. That's, that's the bar now. 
So it's got to be a little more than that. Yeah, I agree. But in fairness to the salary part, I mean, he's not making a lot of money in today's NBA. I mean, he's making good money, but that's not like uh, all, you know, I think that's like, you know. He's making fine. He's got a fine Mm -hmm. contract. It's yeah, he's not, got a yeah, you know, he's yeah, you know, he's he's not broke or anything. He doesn't need a roommate, <laughs> uh, but he's 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 not buying a private jet to fly around. Right, right, yeah. But I understand kind of the angst of, you know, come on, four points, three rebounds. And plus Harrison, you know, he, he always starts the season with by teasing, you know, he he always comes out the season looking like Superman. Mm. Like he won't miss the first three weeks of the season, and people kind of get lured into Harrison's going to average 20-something a game. Hmm. No, what does a career tell you he's going to average? He's probably going to end up around there. So I just think, you know, it's definitely right to expect more. And I'm trust me, Harrison expects more of himself. But just the question is how much more. That's why I said, is 15 and 6 kind of the – I mean, would that be the – No, I'd fall out and throw a parade if you got 15 and 6. 15 and 6 is pretty – that's up there. That's ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's at yeah, 11. Yeah, what did he last year? About what, 14, 15? I think, he's I think at he had 15 last year. I think he's at 11 and three right now. 11 and. Yeah, now you got now you got me curious. What did what did he average oh, last year? I could year? tell you. I'll look it up for you. I I actually just, he might have been 15 and five last we year. Just, we just had it. We had it pulled up earlier. You ain't gonna still, you got, we're not going to bash my boy Harrison Barnes like that. Oh, Harrison's no. my buddy. Stay they're not bashing either. Harrison, but Harrison. Oh, no, got, we're definitely Harrison not. Was 15 and four and a half last year. Yeah, if he got to that this year, I mean, four. He's I, at I 11. I think he should be doing more than four and a half. Like, I, Kevin Herter is almost getting five rebounds a night. But outside of Sabonis, do they have a great rebounder? That's why we need him to rebound. <laughs> so, I mean, I almost can't. I'm like, you just got a gang rebound. But, I mean, there's like, it's like that that strained relationship where it's like, okay, do I want these guys crashing the boards or do I want these guys getting out and running? Mm. And some teams choose to remember the heat, those heat teams, they chose to sacrifice boards some nights to get out. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were perennially one of the, you know, you look at the numbers, one of the worst rebounding teams in the league because their attitude was no Chris Bosh used to get there and get the, hit the glass LeBron and Wade, you take off. So I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not calling, you know, De'Aaron and Harrison, Bosch and LeBron, but I mean, you just have to, you have to find the balance. And I wonder why, you know, why is it to be just Harrison? To get off? <laughs> you know, why is this all on Harrison? He's just the easy target. That's all it is. Like it's not, but I mean, we've Keegan. seen, I mean, we've seen Keegan struggle at times over the last year. And I know he's younger, he's a younger player, but, there seems to be a much more understanding feel. Even when Kevin Herter came out and struggled this year, there's Kevin, a much more understanding the, the, the vibe problem, about it. The difference with that, though, is Kevin Herter couldn't hit a shot, and he went and got on the boards. Kevin Herter started scrapping and doing things like, my shot's falling, my shot is broke, but I'm not going to just disappear. And that's the frustration. Like, and Harrison, and the thing about it is Harrison doesn't do it all the time. Like, he has good games quietly, I'm just saying, like, when he has games like last night, like people that are are very, very nice people, very well-mannered, like don't get up in arms, were texting me yesterday with with Harrison Barnes' box score. And I was like, damn, I didn't even notice he played that way. It's I think yeah, two things can be equally true. He is an equal, easy target, 
And he also can't give performance like he did last night. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't. Yeah, 34. He played 34 minutes. And got, yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. You said two things can be true. You know, I'm not saying that everyone should be like, yeah, that's a good job, Harrison, four points. <laughs> but I mean, I also think that <laughs> he's still. Uh, I mean, that sounded really jacked up, and I wouldn't. I'm just saying we shouldn't give him a pat on the back for four points. But on the other hand, just kind of like, yeah, he's like I said, he's I think every fan base has that one player that they're going to, you know, you know, that no matter what you're going to pick on. And now that, you know, and for years it was Shivano. Shivano's been gone for a while. Who who are you going to be mad at? Harrison, step right on into that role of the guy we're going to pick on all the time. (laughs) Kind of true. Who was it? Was it was Willie before? Oh yeah, oh, it was Willie. Oh, yeah. hey, oh, Willie drove this fan base nuts. <laughs> Every Willie. time I wrote a Willie Cauley Stein story, but here's the difference between all those guys. <laughs> Willie was just I don't know. The night he explained why he doesn't go for rebounds because he wasn't going to hurt his hand again. I'm not jumping up out of rim like that. <laughs> I just said, okay, this is it's over, yeah. pal. Yeah. <laughs> This is gonna go over well. Yeah, this is gonna go over real well when they read this. <laughs> Jay we drafted Kings fans like we drafted a defensive player who doesn't want to rebound. He's thinking about his future, doesn't want to hurt his hand. Hey, you know, he's an artist, you know, you can't mess up your hands, you know, <laughs> on the rim. Uh before we let you go, Jay, do you wanna take this moment to announce your retirement or did we did we back out of that? Are we gonna keep going? Uh, when did I retire? Well, Jay, I mean, Jason had this b- big moment. He collaborated with JaVale McGee. Ah, and I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know what's possible. I don't know what's next. I mean, outside of a collab with Roman Reigns, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's next for Jay. Cause he got the, he I, I got don't the have JaVale much. McGee. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I really don't have much left. The mega dude. powers were formed. <laughs> the handshake took place. Yeah, I did that interview. I was like, first off, JaVale, you got robbed in the dunk contest in 2012. <laughs> That just just so we get that out of the way, that was all staged for Blake, you know. But yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun one to write, you know. I, I caught up with him when actually before they played the Lakers, mm-hmm. uh, got him on the you know, on the phone and you know talked about you know the, the doc he's got going on. Y'all can check that out on his YouTube page. And yeah, it, that yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I see this year I've, I've talked to Javale McGee, Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. uh, Rhea Ripley. Can't tell me nothing, man. I don't Jade, Jade is hey. next. I'm speaking in existence. Oh, Jade yeah. is next. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, I think my my girlfriend's gonna be really, like. <laughs> Jade's like, no, like, I ain't talking to Jade. That's too far. I mean, my girlfriend's gonna say you can't meet any of the male wrestlers you like. Oh, there's a <laughs> thing. You're gonna meet Rhea, Bianca, and Jade, and I'll be like, hey, this is this is the job. This <laughs> is the job. Not even Nia Jax either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is what I, this is the job. I have to talk to them. And she'll be like, okay, I hate you. Hey, I love Rhea, dude. I love oh, yeah. Rhea. Shout out Rhea. Oh, my God. Shout yeah, out Rhea. Rhea might be, Rhea's, you know, one of the top three in the company, period. I love yeah. the era of, like, I love this, like, era of the long championship reign. Oh, yeah. Like, between Roman, Rhea, and I'm missing one. Gunther? Gunther, yeah, I feel yeah. like Gunther's had the IC title yeah. forever. Yeah, he has. It's been what almost almost what a year and a half. Okay, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, he's like the, the longest Avengers. reign of all time or something. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. He, yeah, passed he beat the honky tonk, man. <laughs> the honky tonk. This is the most random you look at the history <laughs> of wrestling. Like, what? He the greatest what? intercontinental champion of all time. Elvis impersonator the keep man. the belt for over a year. <laughs> he's good. I'm good. He's bad. We've worked the honky tonk man and JFK into this conversation <laughs> with Jason yeah, Jones. Yeah, it's it's gone off the rails clearly. But that's okay. You you got to do that in December. You know, hey, you lose an in season tournament game oh, at home. You got to uh, do something. No. You got you got you got to do something. Jay, we appreciate you, my man. Thank you as always. All right, y'all. Thank Catch you, you next bro. time. Jason Jones of The Athletic. Check out all of his great work. He's got a lot. I mean, he, he talked to uh, Barry Sanders recently. Mm. Uh, a lot of great stuff over in the culture section of The Athletic, including uh, the team uh, ranking the in-season courts. Oh, who's number one? Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota was number one. Okay. Los Angeles was number two. The Lakers, excuse me. I or- like Boston's the best. Orlando, Utah. Let's see where Boston is. Well, this could take a while. Oh, damn. I'm down to 11. Why they do that to your boys, Jesse? Well, I'm just glad Lucky Caraway's on our side. <laughs> Lucky Caraway. Dallas. I don't know if I'm going to get to the uh, Sacramento. Where's Sacramento tied for like, Sacramento tied for 15th. Oh, no. This We're average. That'd be good for defense. This looks more like a Minnesota Timberwolves court than a Sacramento Kings court. But I can't what? deny liking it on its own merits. Major demerit points for distracting, for the distracting golden one. Uh, <laughs> well, how was that stupid ad? On yeah, the oh, Jason Jones, <laughs> another court where the colors make me think of the Cowboys. <laughs> I never thought of the Cowboys. Just like here's Boston, the, the Warriors. I never thought of the Warriors. Boston is twentieth. Jason Jones says the stripe down the middle makes me think Notre Dame should also be playing on this court. Real quick, who's last? It's probably Dallas because they don't have a court. <laughs> Remember they couldn't get their court uh, regulation, so they had to go with a regular the, court. <laughs> that's why Cuban sold. Silver so told him, dude, you can't do this anymore. Last, well, this isn't fun. It's the Pelicans. Oh, no. I see that this is, I'm only reading Jason's lines. I see the Pelicans went with a color combo. The late macho man Randy Savage would have worn in his old WWE days. If I was on Bourbon Street, I'd rock these colors with a drink in my hand with no problem. It's a good one. I guess on that note, we're going to go to 1025. Uh, if you want to join us on Thursday for our live show at Sky River Casino, uh, 32 Bruce Street. We would love to see you. Matt George is going to join us. Uh, Jake Gaden's going to join us. Will Z is going to join us. The drinks will be there. The food will be there. And one of these PS5s will be with us as well. And we will be giving that to you. As always, live show starts at 12 o'clock. Uh, we'd love to see you. We're headed over to 1025 to give away some tickets over there. Uh, if you want to run it back, don't move. We got that coming up next on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Vamos, nobody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.